Part twenty of Anne Severn and the Fieldings by May Sinclair. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Part twenty Maisie, Gerald, and Anne. Chapter one. She got up and dressed for dinner as if nothing had happened, or rather as if everything were about to happen and she were going through with it magnificently, with no sign that she was beaten she didn't know yet what she would do she didn't see clearly what there was to be done she might not have to do anything and yet again vaguely half fascinated half frightened she foresaw that she might be called on to do something something that was hard and terrible and at the same time beautiful and supreme and downstairs in the hall she found elliot he told her that he had come down to see anne and that he had done his best to keep her from going away and that it was all no good we can't stop her she's got an unbreakable will unbreakable she said and yet she's broken i know he said in her nervous exaltation she felt that eliot had been sent that eliot knew eliot was wise he would help her eliot she said will you see me in the library after dinner i want to ask you something if it's about anne i don't know that there's anything i can say it's about gerald she said after dinner he came to her in the library where's gerald in the drawing-room with colin he won't come in elliot there's something awfully wrong with him he can't sleep he can't eat he's sick if he tries he looks pretty ghastly do you know what's the matter with him how can i know he doesn't tell me anything it's ever since he heard that anne's going he's worried about her so am i so are you he isn't worrying he's fretting elliot do you think he cares for her Elliot didn't answer her. He looked at her gravely, searchingly, as if he were measuring her strength before he answered. Don't be afraid to tell me. I'm not a coward. I haven't anything to tell you. It isn't altogether this affair of Anne's. Gerald hasn't been fit for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. What makes you think so? Oh, said Maisie, everything. Then why don't you ask him? But if it is so, would he tell me? i don't know perhaps he wants to tell you only he's afraid anyhow if it isn't so he'll tell you and you'll be happy somehow i don't think i'm going to be happy then he said you're going to be brave she thought he knows he's known all the time only he won't give them away yes she said i'll ask him maisie if it is so what will you do do there's only one thing i can do she turned to him and her milk-white face was grey-white ashen the skin had a slack pitted look suddenly old the soft flesh trembled but her mouth and eyes were still in this moment of her agony no base emotion defaced their sweetness so that she seemed to him utterly composed she had seen what she could do something hard and terrible i can set him free chapter two that was the end she had seen before her vaguely as something not only hard and terrible but beautiful and supreme to leave off clinging to the illusion of her happiness to let go and with that letting go she was aware that an obscure horror had been hanging over her for three days and three nights and was now gone she stood free of herself in a great light and peace so that presently when gerald came to her she met him with an incomparable tranquillity gerald the slight throbbing of her voice startled him coming out of her stillness 
they stood up facing each other in attitudes that had no permanence as if what must pass between them now would be sudden and soon over do you care for anne the words dropped clear through her stillness vibrating his eyes went from her evading the issue her voice came with a sharper stress i must know do you care for her yes and that's why she's going yes that's why she's going did elliot say anything no he only told me to ask you he said you'd tell me the truth i have told you the truth i'm sorry maisie i know you're sorry so am i but you see it isn't as if i'd begun after i married you i've cared for her all my life then why didn't you marry her because first of all i didn't know i cared and afterwards i thought she cared for colin you never asked her no i thought i thought they were lovers you thought that of her well yes i thought it would be just like her to give everything i knew if she cared enough she'd stick at nothing she wouldn't do it for herself that was when the time i came home on leave three years ago the time you married me why did you marry me if you didn't care for me i would have cared for you if i hadn't cared for her but when you cared for her i thought we should find something in it i wanted you to be happy more than anything i wanted you to be happy i thought i'd be killed in my next action and that nothing would matter that you wouldn't have to keep it up oh i'd have kept it up all right if anne hadn't been there i cared enough for you to want you to be happy i wanted you to have a child you'd have liked that that would have made you happy poor gerald i'd have been all right if i hadn't seen anne again when did you see her again last spring only last spring yes only when i was away she remembered she remembered how she had first come to wick and found gerald happy and superbly well but she said you were happy then he sighed a long tearing sigh that hurt her yes we were happy then and in a flash of terrific clarity she remembered her homecoming and the night that followed it and gerald's acquiescence in their separation then she said if you were happy do you want to know how far it went i want to know everything i want the truth i think you owe me the truth it went just as far as it could go do you mean he stood silent and she found his words for him you were anne's lover yes her face changed before him as it had changed an hour ago before elliot ashen white and slack quivering suddenly old tears came into his eyes tears of remorse and pity she saw them and her heart ached for him it didn't last long he said how long from march till till september i remember maisie i can't ask you to forgive me but you must forgive anne it wasn't her fault i made her do it and she's been awfully unhappy about it because of you ah that was why won't you forgive her i forgive you both i don't know how i should have felt if you'd been happy i can't see anything but your unhappiness we gave it up because of you that was anne she couldn't bear going on after she knew you when you were such an angel it was your goodness and sweetness broke us down but if i'd been the most disagreeable person it would have been just as wrong it wouldn't for in that case we shouldn't have deceived you i should have told you straight and left you why didn't you tell me gerald 
why didn't you tell me in the beginning we were afraid we didn't want to hurt you as if that mattered it did matter we were going to tell you then you were ill and we couldn't we thought you'd die of it with your poor little heart in that state oh my dear did you suppose i'd hurt you that way that was what we couldn't bear not being straight about it that was why we gave each other up it never happened again anne's going away so that it mayn't happen maisie you do believe me yes i believe you i believe you did all you know we did but it's my fault that anne's going i lost my head and she was afraid if only you'd told me i shouldn't have been hard on you jerry you knew that didn't you yes i knew and you went through all that agony rather than hurt me yes the least i can do then is to let you go would you maisie of course i married you to make you happy i must make you happy this way that's all but if i do you mustn't think i don't care for you i care for you so much that nothing matters but your happiness maisie i'm not fit to live in the same world with you you mustn't say that you're fit to live in the same world with anne i suppose i could have made this all ugly and shameful for you but i want to keep it beautiful i want to give you all beautiful to anne so that you'll never go back on it and never feel ashamed you made me ashamed every time we thought of you don't think of me think of each other oh you're adorable no i'm doing this because i love you both but if i didn't love you i should do it for myself i should hate myself if i didn't i can't think of anything more disgusting and dishonourable than to keep a man tied to you when he cares for somebody else i should feel as if i were living in sin maisie will you be awfully unhappy yes gerald but not so unhappy as if i'd kept you we'll go away somewhere where you won't have to see us no it's i who'll go away but i want you to have the manor and and everything colin'll look after the estate for me do you think i could stay here after you'd gone no jerry i can't do that for you you can't make it up that way i wasn't dreaming of making it up i simply owe you everything everlastingly and there's nothing i can do i only remembered that you liked the garden i couldn't bear it i should hate the garden i should hate the whole place i've done that to you yes you've done that to me it can't be helped but what will you do maisie i shall go back to my own people they happen to care for me that was her one reproach you think i don't oh no i've done the only thing that would make you care perhaps that's what i did it for he took the hand she gave him and bowed his head over it and kissed it chapter three maisie had a long talk with elliot after gerald had left her she was still tranquil and composed but gerald was worried he was afraid lest the emotion roused by his confession should bring on her pain that night elliot slept in his father's room so that he could go to her if the attack came but it did not come late in the afternoon gerald went down to the barrow farm and saw anne he came back with a message from her anne wanted to see maisie if maisie would let her but she thinks you won't he said why should i she's desperately unhappy she turned from him as if she would have left him and then stayed you want me to see her if you wouldn't hate it too much i shall hate it but i'll see her go and bring her she dreaded more than anything the sight of anne her new knowledge of her made anne strange and terrible she felt that she would be somehow different she would see something in her that she had never seen before that she couldn't bear to see 
anne's face would show her that gerald was her lover yet if she had never seen that look if she had never seen anything in anne's face that was not beautiful what did that mean but that anne's love for him was beautiful before it had touched her body it had lived a long time in her soul either anne's soul was beautiful because of it or it was beautiful because of anne's soul and maisie knew that if she too was to be beautiful she must keep safe the beauty of their passion as she had kept safe the beauty of their friendship it was clear and hard unbreakable as crystal she had been the one flaw in it the thing that had damaged its perfection now that she had let gerald go it would be perfect anne stood in the doorway of the library looking at her and not speaking she was the same that she had been yesterday and before that and before that dressed in the farm clothes that were the queer rough setting of her charm the same except that she was still more broken still more beaten and still more beautiful in her defeat anne maisie got up and waited as anne shut the door and stood there with her back to it maisie i don't know why i've come there were things i wanted to say to you but i can't say them you want to say you're sorry you took gerald from me i'm bitterly sorry she came forward with a slender awkward grace her eyes were fixed on maisie thrown open expecting pain but she didn't shrink or cower maisie's voice came with its old sweetness you didn't take him from me you couldn't take what i haven't got i gave him up maisie i couldn't bear it and i've given him up i couldn't bear it either but she said it was harder for you you had him i'm only giving up what i've never really had don't be too unhappy about it i shall always be unhappy when i think of you you've been such an angel to me if we could only have told you yes if only you'd told me that was where you went wrong anne i couldn't tell you you were so ill i thought it would kill you well what if it had you shouldn't have thought of me you should have thought of gerald i did think of him i didn't want him to have agonies of remorse it's been bad enough as it is i know what it's been anne that's what i really came for now to see if you'd had that pain again you needn't be afraid i shall never have that pain again elliot told me all about it last night what did he say he showed me how it all happened i was ill because i couldn't face the truth the truth was that gerald didn't care for me it seems my mind knew it all the time when i didn't i did know it once and part of me went on feeling the shock of it while the other part was living like a fool in an illusion thinking he cared and now i've been dragged out of it into reality i'm facing it this is real and whatever i may be i shan't be ill again not with that illness i couldn't help it but in a way it was as false as if i'd made it up on purpose to hide the truth and the truth's cured me elliot told me it might and i wouldn't believe him you can believe him now he said you and gerald were all right because you'd faced the truth about yourselves and each other you held on to reality elliot said that yes he said it was the test of everybody how they took reality and that gerald had had to learn how but that you had always known you were so true that your worst punishment was not being able to tell me the truth i was to think of you like that how can you bear to think of me at all how can i bear to live but i shall live maisie's voice dropped note by note like clear rounded tears pressed out and shaped by pain anne's voice came thick and quivering out of her dark secret anguish like a voice from behind shut doors gerald said you'd forgiven me have you it would be easier for you if i didn't but i can't help forgiving you when you're so unhappy 
i wouldn't have forgiven you if you hadn't told me the truth if i'd had to find it out that time when you were happy then i'd have hated you you don't now no i don't want to see you again or gerald either for a long time but that's because i love you me yes you too anne how can you love me because i'm like you anne i'm faithful i wasn't faithful to you maisie you were to gerald anne still stood there silent taking in silence the pain of maisie's goodness maisie's love then maisie ended it he's waiting for you she said to take you home anne went to him where he stood by the terrace steps illuminated by the light from the windows in there he could hear colin playing a loud tempestuous music gerald waited she went past him down the steps without a word and he followed her through the garden anne he said under the blackness of the yew hedge she turned to him and their hands met don't be afraid he said next week i'll take you away somewhere till it's over where oh somewhere a long way off where you'll be happy somewhere a long way off beyond this pain beyond this day and this night their joy waited and maisie she said maisie wants you to be happy he held her by the hand as he used to hold her when they were children to keep her safe and hand in hand like children they went down through the twilight of the fields together End of part twenty recording by expatriate in Bangor, Maine. End of Anne Severn and the Fieldings by May Sinclair.